I don't know what's real. I don't know what's not real. Limited Capacity is a collection of six darkly amusing stories about the mysterious ways we interact with the internet and with each other. There's something going on with him. It's like an act. I don't trust him. What? You're staring at me like I should say something, but I don't really know what to do here. That's the whole name of the game. Don't talk about how the town isn't real. Do you understand? Limited Capacity. Available now on CBC Listen or wherever you get your podcasts. This is a CBC Podcast. This is Play Me, your digital theater. We transform the hottest contemporary plays into bingeable audio dramas. I'm Laura Mullen. And I'm Chris Tolley. Welcome to Play Me. We're back with the next show in our series, the award-winning play, Other Side of the Game, by Amanda Paris. This critically acclaimed drama is set both in Toronto in the 1970s and in 2006. The piece takes us into the world of two young Black women, Beverly, who wants to join the Black activist movement but must prove she's committed enough to the fight, and Nicole, who four decades later in the hip-hop generation reunites with her ex-boyfriend, who was released from prison. The play highlights the often overlooked stories of Black women who organize communities, support incarcerated loved ones, and battle institutions, living each day by a ride-or-die philosophy, strengthening their voices and demanding to be heard. Other Side of the Game won the 2019 Governor General's Award for Drama, and we're honored to share it here with you on Play Me. You may recognize Amanda's name. She's been the host of several CBC shows, including Exhibitionists, The Filmmakers, From the Vaults, as well as Marvin's Room. She's fresh off the release of her latest piece, The Death News, with 21 Black Futures. Other Side of the Game was her debut play. This is part one of Other Side of the Game by Amanda Paris. Warning, this episode contains coarse language and a racial epithet. It may not be suitable for all audiences. ID, please. Yep, here you go. Miss, this is not valid identification. What do you mean not valid? Do you have anything else? Like what? A driver's license, perhaps? No, I don't drive. Passport? Not on me, but that's my health card. Yeah, I can see that. I spent two hours in the line getting it. Uh Uh-huh. And you're telling me it's not valid? Yep. But... Listen, a health card is not considered valid ID. End of story. I'm sorry. You won't be able to come in today. Next. I'm sorry, ma'am, but we've been placed on lockdown. All visits are canceled for the day. Lockdown? Yeah, lockdown. But I called first and everything was fine. Uh Uh-huh. I spent over an hour in traffic trying to get here. There's nothing I can do, ma'am. But... Try again another day. Next. Do you have any narcotics, food, or electronics on you? No. Wait, yes? You're in current possession of narcotics? No, just my cell phone. You can't bring that on the premises. So what am I supposed to do with it? Do you guys have lockers or something? Not at this facility, miss. You can put it in your car and line up again. I don't have a car. (laughs) 
and I just stood in line for 20 minutes. Okay. Okay, so what am I supposed to do? I don't know what you're supposed to do. I just know what I'm supposed to do, and I cannot allow you in with that cell phone. But... Max! <sighs> Sorry, ma'am, we're not letting any more visitors in for the day. But it's 3.30. Yeah, I can see that. Visiting hours are until 4. Yes, but you need to arrive with ample time for us to locate the inmate and bring them in from their range. That's ridiculous. How much time could you really need to... I'm sorry, but you'll have to come back another day. But... Numbers 31, 48, 21, 19, and 82. Did they say 39? Did you call 39? You should have listened when the numbers were announced. I know, but I couldn't hear. Well, that's your problem. Maybe you should pay more attention next time. some of James's analysis on the dialectic that might address the gap. Mm-hmm. Do you think it's directly applicable? Um, I mean, it might piss some folks off. It might. But we can use it to illustrate... Khalil, can you... What? I'm trying to edit this brief, but you keep talking, and it's making me type what you're saying instead of... So? You can't do two things at once? Hey, why are you getting so heavy? You need some help? What are you working on? The briefing on the new Jewel movement. Mmm... You smell good. Khalil. What? You do? What are you wearing? Just stop. Why are you so uptight? I was just... Hi. Can I help you? Why is that door unlocked? Oh, sorry to... I'm Beverly. I called earlier and spoke to, um, a brother Quammy. He just stepped out. Oh. Well, he told me to come by because, well, I was wondering if I would be able to sign up. You know, to join the movement. I see. Well, come in if you're coming in. Khalil, do you mind finishing off these edits? Or you can print the student outreach flyers, or finish the clinic budget, or reorganize the new books for the library. Your choice. Thank you. Okay, so we generally don't allow people to just walk in and join the movement. We have to exercise caution about who is allowed within our ranks. I'm sure you understand. Yes, of course. What was your name again? Beverly. I'm Akila, and this is Brother Khalil. So, what do you do? What do I do? Uh, well, I'm a student. I just transferred to York. Where were you before? Concordia, but I grew up in Halifax. What's your major? I'm undecided right now. I'm just taking a bunch of different courses. I spent half the semester at Carleton doing journalism, but... It wasn't a good fit, so now I'm just trying different things. Concordia, Carlton, York. Still undecided. You've been bouncing around quite a bit. Yeah, I guess I have. So what work have you done for the movement previously? Um, well, back home, my parents were involved in the whole Africville thing, so I was around a lot of that. And I used to go to Quacha House sometimes and listen to, you know, the talks they had. I'm also a poet, kind of. I write a lot. I don't know if that counts. It doesn't. Who are your parents working with on the Africville movement? Um, do you mean specific people? It was all happening through our church, so... Mm -hmm. I know churches are not the most forward-thinking. Not at all. But in my community, they were kind of the hub of everything, Do you and identify yourself as a backward cultural nationalist only willing to commit to kente cloth and Egyptology? Or are you a revolutionary? What? 
No, I'm a, well, I want to be a revolutionary. Do you know what it means to be a revolutionary? It means to... A black revolutionary. It means I'm ready to fight. Fight the man for my people. The man? No, Kimberly. It's Beverly. Whatever. To be a black revolutionary means that you have declared war. War? Like the war in Vietnam? No, not that war. This is a war on anyone and anything that believes it can rape our women, castrate our men, and miseducate our children. It means you have enlisted in a war on the rich who can only stay rich when they keep us poor. It means you have declared war on the fascist polytricksters who lie to us while grinning their teeth in our faces. To be a black revolutionary means that you declare war on the colonizers and capitalists who steal and plunder and destroy land that belongs to the Indian people of this earth. Oh, yeah, that's what I meant. Oh, that's what you mean? Man, don't be coming to me with all this jive. Take it easy, Khalil. I'll ask you again. Are you, sister, a black revolutionary? I am a black revolutionary. Are you a socialist, Sister Beverly? Um, yes. What have you studied? Studied? Trotsky, Mao, James, Althusser. Well, um, no. I, I haven't gotten around to... So then how do you know you're a socialist? Well, I got this pamphlet a back pamphlet? at... A pamphlet? These are crucial times. You cannot be caught sleeping. I'm not sleeping. I just... I thought that being a revolutionary meant... Never mind. Right on! The sister isn't ready. Be cool. We have to remain vigilant. Look at the threat we're under. I know that. But don't persecute her for not knowing. We don't have time for those that do not know. That's exactly who we have to make time for. She could be a spy for all we know. I'm not a... Right now, the stakes are high, and therefore, our standards must be high. Everyone has to start somewhere. She'll learn. I will. Please. That's why I'm here. I'm frustrated and angry, and I'm tired of feeling powerless. I just... I have so many questions. I'm so hungry to learn. It's why I came to Toronto, but maybe it was a mistake. I can't even find a place to stay. I just, I need to do something. You guys are doing something. I want to be a part of that. Okay. You can join us, but you have a lot to learn. We'll begin with a detailed study plan. Every Wednesday evening, we hold political education meetings at Third World Bookstore. If you're serious about this, you need to attend them. And I can help you find a place to stay. Right on, comrades. Thank you so much. You will not regret this. One last thing, Kimberly. Khalil? Her name is Beverly. Yes, Brother Khalil. Don't come back in here with that white man's red stain on your lips. We don't have time for that mess when we're fighting for revolution. Toronto Police, open up. Yes? We've received some noise complaints, and I'd like to look around. Noise complaints from whom? The other tenant in the building. Is that so? I could have sworn the other tenant, Mr. Cador, was on vacation. I'm not trying to start any trouble. I just want to look around, and if you have nothing to hide, it shouldn't be a problem. I'm also not trying to start any trouble, but I'm afraid you will not be able to look around. Please, sir, don't make this more difficult than it needs to be. If memory serves me correctly, according to the precedent set just five years ago, in the 1974 case, Knowlton versus the Crown, the Waterfield Test is the legal standard for search and seizure. Isn't that right, Sister Akila? That's correct, Brother Khalil. Under the Waterfield Test, an officer would need to prove to a judge that they conducted this search in order to investigate a crime, maintain order, ensure public safety, or to keep the peace. That's what I thought. So, officer, 
Do you think, given Mr. Catter's absence, the presence of two witnesses attesting to the peace and order of the premises, and the fact that this is private property, do you really think that you would be able to prove all of that in a court of law? Because please believe, we would be taking this to a court of law. You're just making this harder on yourself. Am I? I thought I was just following the letter of the law. Has the law changed since I last checked? Or did it just change for me? Unbelievable. This isn't America, you know. You've got it good here. Oh, really? Did America kill Albert Johnson and Buddy Evans? I know where I am. Good day, officer. Now, I'll be keeping an eye on you. I'm sure you already are. Wow. Can you teach me how to do that? We'll be right back. I don't know what's real. I don't know what's not real. Limited Capacity is a collection of six darkly amusing stories about the mysterious ways we interact with the internet and with each other. There's something going on with him. It's like an act. I don't trust him. What? You're staring at me like I should say something, but I don't really know what to do here. That's the whole name of the game. Don't talk about how the town isn't real. You understand? Limited Capacity. Available now on CBC Listen or wherever you get your podcasts. You're not taking it in. I don't business. You said Friday, so I cleared out my Friday accordingly. Nah, man, I got runs to make on Saturday. Friday. No. I don't care. I don't butt the hair. Hold on. Nicole. What'd you say? Okay, that works. I'll be at your house by three. What up? Nothing. Where are you coming from? You never come this way. Just dropped Sakai at my grand. Gotta go get some groceries. Oh, yeah? Since you're free, you want to deal with a team? No. No. What's wrong with you? Seriously, Siobhan? Zakaya's appointment was on Monday. You said you would drive us. Ah, oh, shit. I totally forgot. Yo, my bad. You're bad for real. I actually got worried. I called you like 10 times. You can't keep doing this. I know, I know. We are women. Everything we do matters. I am not my sister's keeper. I am my sister. Huh? Beyond the van's end. Nicole, how many times I gotta tell you, no one knows what the hell you're talking about when you start spitting all those inspiration quotes. That's not true. And Ayanla Van Zandt don't know shit about me. Don't cuss Ayanla. I just get worried. I know, but I already told you that you don't need to. I was with Winston and he would never let anything happen to me. <laughs> don't even. I'm sorry about missing the appointment. I've just been mad busy. I'm on that grind right now. You know how That it is. grind, huh? Yeah, you know. Just out here trying to make that paper. <laughs> All right. If memory serves me correctly, don't you already get that paper through a weekly allowance? Yo, fall back. I'm just saying. Why are you always bringing that up? I'm just pointing out the obvious. Okay, well, that was then, and this is now. Okay, fine. Fine. Just don't go ghost again. I get worried and start thinking I might have to go find certain mans and, you know. Yeah, I know. How'd it go at the appointment? Fine. It was just an ear infection, thank goodness. The prescription was so friggin' expensive. You said no before, but if you want to get in on this... No, I don't. It'll work out. Paolo Coelho says... Who? Paolo Coelho. Paolo from Chalk Farm? No, he's this... Paolo from Trimby. Nah, man, a writer from Brazil. Oh, right, right. He says... Only three things can change our lives. Dreams, suffering, and love. Hopefully this means change is coming. Yeah. How about we go out this weekend? Get your mind off all of this? Siobhan, I just said I have no money. Come on, I got you. 
We'll go to that little club at Gina Wilson. I can't. I don't have a babysitter. Just leave him with your granny. Nah, man. Now that he's crawling, he's getting way too fast for her. It's too much with all her arthritis and shit. It'll be late. He'll probably be sleeping. Your grandmother won't have to run around. Janet Wilson? Why are you always dragging me to these little dugga dugga <laughs> spots for? Because the hood is where you get the best music <laughs> and the cheapest drinks. <laughs> Besides, you know Poochie runs that place now, right? Poochie from Martha? Nah, he moved. Poochie from Driftwood? Ew, no. Poochie from Falstaff? That's the one. And if you show mm. up there looking like a sweeter ting, you know, him and his <laughs> thirsty ass will be hooking us up with mad bottles for the night. Trust me. It'll be live, just like old times. I'll think about it. Psst. Um, I know you're not psting me like I'm some kind of dog. Pet store? That way. And while you're there, go pick up some friggin' manners, Devante. Yo, whatever. I wasn't even trying to talk to you anyhow. Man, move from here with your broke ass. Ain't no one trying to talk to you. Jeez! Is that a Cadillac CTS? Yep. I guess your curfew's up. He just came to give me a ride home. He's a gentleman like that. Mm-hmm. Hey, I don't judge you. Yo, Siobhan, you think you can ask Winston if I could swing by sometime and holler at him now that I'm back? <laughs> Nicole, I'll call you later about this weekend. Yo, what's wrong with your girl? Siobhan's just Siobhan. <laughs> I better go. I was on my way to the store and- Nicole. What? Can you just chill for a second? Fine, but I really can't stay long. Long time. Yeah. When did you get back? I've been back a couple of months. Oh. Yeah. So how's Alberta? <laughs> cold as fuck. <laughs> you hate the cold. Man, it was the worst. Two years in that bitch? I heard you had a kid. I did. Eight months? Yep. I guess you did your homework. Something like that. Congrats. Thank you. What's he like? Amazing. A handful. Crawling everywhere, trying to walk. He's super smart, surprises me every day. I'm happy for you. I named him Zakaya. I heard. How's, How's your mom? How's work? <sighs> Sorry. No, my bad. Works whatever. Still at Shoppers. <laughs> You've been there for a minute, huh? Yeah. I'm actually thinking about going back to school. Oh, yeah? To do what? I'm not sure yet. I was thinking something like psychology. Okay, okay. But then I want to make money, so maybe business. I hear that. Yeah, I just want to wait for Zakaya to get a bit bigger, but after that, I want to make some real moves. For sure. That's a good look. I come to you for some therapy. <laughs> you probably need some therapy. And what about you? What about me? You going back to school? Man, that shit's a waste of time. Look how old I am. Yeah, so? I can't be going back now. You can do adult school or summer school. Nah, man. Besides... They're still pulling the same stunts they was when I was a youth. Trying to send Mans to the VP's office for being late? I ain't got time for none of that. So you're just gonna drop out then? Maybe you just need to switch schools and start fresh somewhere. It's not that simple. Paolo Coelho says, 
There's only one thing that makes a dream impossible to achieve. The fear of failure. I almost forgot about you and your quote. <laughs> I'm not scared, I just... I can't be rolling up in schools in another hood. It's complicated. Next subject. I heard about your moms. Yeah. Thanks for... Uh, I heard you checked in and... I just wanted to. It's nothing. It's not nothing. If you ever want to talk... I know. Thanks. Oh, before I forget... Devante. Nah, man. Don't even start. I'm not a charity case just because I have a baby. I'm not saying you are. I'm working something out. Yo, don't make a big deal out of this. But... Nicole, can you just let me help you? I want to. Just put it towards groceries or something. This is way more than groceries. Then I don't know. Make it a special night and go to Sobeys instead of No Frills or something. <laughs> Thank you. Where did you get... Nicole, don't. I'm feeling what you did with your hair. Whatever. <laughs> Why are you whatevering me? I don't like when people gas me. Well, I'm not people. And I'm not gassing. That's really good to see you. Fuck. You have? Nah. ID. <laughs> well, well. We meet again. You're getting pretty comfortable on this court. Why do I keep finding you here? I could ask you the same thing. All right, smart guy. You know the deal. Hands on the wall. He didn't do anything. Miss, stay out of police business. Yo, you heard her. I didn't do nothing. Unlikely. Ain't there a law against harassment? There's no such thing as harassing a criminal. Innocent until proven guilty, officer. Ain't that right? So what's the deal? You arresting me right now? What's the charge, officer? Yo, lady... You having a bad day? You're not even searching me right. Why are you acting like this your first time? Shut it. <laughs> I'm just saying. You're patting me down mad awkward like you don't know what you're looking for. Just be careful to keep it to patting and no feely feely thing. My girl standing right there. And true say, mans don't roll that way with no boy them. All right, all right. Hands down. What's your business here? Well, let's see. I was just here, talking to my girl, enjoying the sunshine watching some ball. And then you pulled up. How about you tell us what your business is here? Neighborhood policing. Miss, I have a few questions for you. Have you witnessed this individual conducting any criminal activity? No. Did he ever try to involve you in any criminal activity? No. Do you know that if you lie, you can be charged as an accomplice? Fine. I'm sure I'll be seeing both of you again. Yeah, whatever. It's so fucked up that they can just do that. I swear, we need our own police to protect us from the police, you know? Devante. Devante. I got some business I gotta handle. I'll catch you later. Okay, everyone, let's get some... You're calling us radical? By day, teachers are poisoning the minds of our children. And by night, police are murdering our brothers. I know that. They could stream Akilah's son Josiah tomorrow. They could murder me tonight. It's not radical to resist when your mind and life are at stake. 
it is rational to resist by any means necessary and by all means available. Now, just because you read a Malcolm X speech or two does not mean you get to come in here and showboat your way into this meeting with your antics. Antics? Yes, antics. Wow. You're being overly dramatic. Typical of you young people. Please don't patronize us when we... Always ready for the short sprint when you need to be training for a marathon. Am I being dramatic or are you being a coward? A coward? This coming from the one taking seven years and counting to finish a degree? That's not true and it has nothing to do with... All right, I think we should... You sh just think you can disrespect... Uh... No disrespect is intended, though. Now, who is patronizing who? But we have no time for dilly-dallying when our people are dying. This isn't helping. Don't tell me about my people. Your but... people? They're not your people. That's not what I meant, and you know it. You're just... It is exactly that. Possessive... Okay, everyone, stop. I didn't beg my aunt to babysit so that I could listen to you two bicker with each other. This isn't accomplishing anything. Well, I was trying to accomplish something before this upstart... Please! I can't. Akila, you know what I'm getting at. I do, I just... All I'm saying is, these meetings aren't enough. I know that! I'm tired of the intellectual bullshit. It's like Brother Kwame said. We have to move from acknowledging that shit is bad to resisting that bad shit. Please. Brother Kwame? That Disney revolutionary? But he isn't even here. Hasn't been here for the past three meetings. He's got some other pressing business he has to take care of. And resistance? Your resistance is just code for getting people arrested. My man, you need to understand. We're in a war right now. In the name of our ancestors. In the name of the land we were stolen from. Oh in the name Lord, of the decent housing we have no access to. In the name of the education we deserve and in the name of justice. We must tear down this corrupt system and do unto our oppressors as they have done unto us. Okay, now, hold on. What you are suggesting is retribution. And? But that is not what this meeting was called for. Are you too scared to take a stand, brother? Too scared? Isn't it convenient how easily you seem to forget what we went through so you can sit here lecturizing? So you're just going to forget about the sleeping car porters and the domestic workers and the Congress of Black Writers and St. George University where they yelled, let the niggas burn? You're just going to dash away all of that history of organizing? You may have read Malcolm, but I heard the man speak. Here we are fighting these school systems trying to get our history in the books. But look at this. I'm giving the history to you. But you're too busy smelling yourself to realize you've signed up for voluntary amnesia. Okay. Maybe we should take a break and cool down a bit. Welcome to the movement. Wow. This is intense. Yeah. It can be. It's strange, though. What is? I mean, you've talked a lot about what we're reacting to or what we're going to break down, but this might be a silly question. I just... I just... I don't understand. What are we trying to build? If we don't like how things are right now, what's the vision for the alternative? That's a really interesting... Beverly, can you get the patties out of the oven, please? Sure. Sorry, what were you about to... Now, please. That was part one of Other Side of the Game by Amanda Paris. 
part two and three are now available on Play Me. It featured Virgilia Griffith, Ryan Rosary, Ordina Stevens-Thompson, Shakura Dixon, and Peter Bailey. The original stage play was directed by Nigel Sean Williams. The playwright wishes to acknowledge the support of Cahoots Theatre and Obsidian Theatre Company, Playwrights Canada Press, the original cast and crew, and the individuals who trusted her with their story, Keisha Monique Simpson and the Paris and Hood family. This episode's sound design and edit are by Chris Tolley. Play Me is produced by Laura Mullen and Chris Tolley in partnership with CBC Podcasts. We'd love to know what you think about Play Me. You can email us at playme at cbc.ca. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Theatre or Instagram at PlayMePodcast. And if you haven't already, please consider rating and reviewing us. It helps us get our podcast out to more listeners. Special thanks to our CBC producers, Fabiola Melendez-Carletti, Cecil Fernandez, and Tanya Springer. The executive producer of CBC Podcasts is Arif Narani. The senior director of audio innovation is Leslie Merklinger. Play Me is funded by the Canada Council for the Arts and the Ontario Arts Council. Play Me is an Expect Theatre production in partnership with CBC Podcasts. For more information about our plays, please visit playmepodcast.com. For more CBC Podcasts, go to cbc.ca slash podcasts.